It's been almost two months since a primordial stone titan rose above the Taldore city of Kaimal. Local forces were marshaled against it, but it was a group of adventurers who came to be known as the Titan Slayers who destroyed the creature's heart and brought its rampage to an end. Since then, those adventurers have traveled across continents seeking information about the enigmatic powers now stirring alongside these ancient creatures. Rise of the Ancients is a D&D 5th edition actual play campaign set in Exandria, the world of Matthew Mercer's critical role and incorporating material from Arcana of the Ancients, a science fantasy resource book by Monty Cook Games. Our intro music is by Jasmine Rosa. If you need your own theme music, you can reach her at coffeexedge at gmail.com. This episode has been sponsored by Roll20. If you need a virtual tabletop in this time of social distancing, go to roll20.net to sign up for a free account and get playing. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. Right, well, welcome to this little bonus episode to see what happened when our guest GM's character wandered off in the middle of the night. It's Sumi's Great Adventure. Sumi's Great Adventure, sponsored by Roll20. Thanks, Roll20! In the distance, you can see a stone edifice of some sort, and there's a little bit of movement by it. You can't quite make out what it is, but it's about a 15-minute jog away. At this point, you rolled stealth and got a 21. So before Sumi goes, she'll kind of look at the camp and look at Delilah, and she'll kind of crane her neck a bit and then go, it looks fine, and then go sneak off. Um, do you have any class features that are going to let you go faster during stealth? Because otherwise it would take you about 30 minutes to stealth there. Creeping along. I don't think I do. So I'll go normal. You can jog up and then we can use the 21 stealth for uh, when you get close. Awesome. Okay, so... This stone feature appears to be a circle of um, cut, like, granite in the crest of a hill. It looks a lot like, um, you know, like a burial mound, barrow. Uh, There was probably a door at some point that's been grown over. There's a tall tree growing from the top of the hill. And as you're sort of coming up, you can see that there's a form slumped against the tree. And there is um, another form kind of on the ground. Do they look like humanoid forms, bipedal? Do they look more like animal? They look humanoid. I just realized I have two... uh... I have two favorite enemies still to choose. Huh. Oh. Because I'm digging through my stuff. Okay, now I will sneak up. I can ruin my sneak if you like. No, you got a 21. We're just carrying it forward. All right. Yeah, so I will stealth up now. With my 21. Okay. The figures at the top of the hill do not appear to notice you. As you get closer and you kind of like 
probably have to drop down and sort of crawl forward, uh, staying close to some underbrush. The figure against the tree is blackened to death, charred. There is still a smell of uh, burned flesh, and you don't see any features. Um, The clothing is uh, somewhat intact. It looks like it might have been very well made. This definitely appears to be some sort of magical attack. The other form, uh, sort of huddling close and breathing very like quick and rapid, um, has long white hair and the deep purple skin of a drow. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, share the picture, and it looks like a she, and she looks young, like probably only 15 to 20 years old. Is she covered in blood? She is. She does not look like she is long for uh, this life. Oh, no. Um, I'm just going to do like a really quick like scan around so maybe like a, I could do a perception with disadvantage even sure uh, you can make a perception check okay just to see if I see anyone else moving around or I think that oh it was on the 4 and it's just flipped to the 18 so 23 yeah it looks as if this is everyone at the at the hill alright then I will rush up um, like quietly but also trying to be like calming and just be like, um, I, I'm here to help. Are you okay? Can I help you? And, uh, she starts and sort of scoots back away from you, eyes very wide. And she pulls out uh, a dagger. And then her hand just sort of goes limp and the dagger falls to the ground. Silly girl. And I'll uh, take out my last potion of greater healing. Pour it down her throat. And um, as you come close to her, she she scoots back as much as she can. She's definitely not going to allow this to happen. Oh, I thought she'd passed out. No, she hasn't passed out. Her hands just couldn't hold the dagger. Does she look like really close to death? Yeah, like very, like minutes maybe. And she, and she, um will speak back to you in undercommon. Um, and you don't understand undercommon, so it is just sounds, words. Uh, we'll speak to her in Elvish. Drows are kind of like our cousins. She, yep. Does she understand that? She narrows her eyes and switches to Elvin in a in a very accented Elvin and says... You sound like you are from Lyrengorn. I, I do not wish to die upon your blade. Let me live. Am I from yes. that place? Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'll say back. Um, this is not but a healing potion. Please take it before you die anyways. And I'll like stick like 
I don't know, like take a tiny sip or something to show it's not like bad. Make a persuasion check. Oh, I'm so bad at that though. <laughs> a 13? Okay. She looks and she watches as you drink it, and you can see like her eyes are very sharp upon she's making sure to see that it enters your mouth and you swallow it. And then she holds out uh, a hand to take the potion from you. I give it to her and she heals. I got a roll. Uh, 16. 16, okay. Uh, her wounds begin to close and uh, she begins to breathe more steadily. Um small cousin <laughs> did you do this to the person on the tree and she kind of rouses and looks over and spits and she says monstrous assassin he's he's looked to bar me from my mission he chased me for days finally i caught him when unawares Just just to check, I mean, it doesn't really matter. You do you, but you're sure he was an assassin stalking you, not just like a farmer going for a walk or something? And she gestures down to um, her body, no longer wounded, but uh, several like areas where there's blood stains, um, and says he was skilled with both magic and a blade. Oh, well, like, I suppose, yes, you were bleeding. That's a really good point. Um, well, um, just, I, I'm glad you're all right. I'm glad that the baddie is done hurting you. Um, I can just go now. Just a quick question. Uh, could I know what your mission is? Make a persuasion check. Yeah, nine. She says, I have been sworn to secrecy. Um, that's, that's fair. Secrets. I get secrets. Um, well, did you need... Are you okay now? I would never accept... And she kind of stops. I do not require any more help. Narrows her eyes at you. I'm sorry. I like... I don't really... Do I know what you are? Yeah, you like Vincent was a drow, but he yeah. had he had no um, preconceived notions about you as an elf or anything. Um, this person, because she recognized your accent, you assume that she's from Taldore, and the drow that you know of from there are from a um, subterranean society uh, with a capital called Runeshak, and they're very much. Uh, considered by Lyrangorn and Syngorn elves to be evil, diabolical plotters. Ah, well, Sumi doesn't believe that, because she knows people from Syngorn can sometimes suck. Yeah. So she's just going to say, well, um, I am glad that you're okay. It's all right with you. I'm just going to um, really hungry. I'm just going to sit and have some apple from my bag. So, um, 
don't mind me and, uh, you know, my kind. I'm just going to eat an apple. Okay, so you move forward, sit down, and pull out some food? Yeah, like, sit across from her somehow, but, like, far enough away. Like, that casual, I'm so cool, I'm, you know, that guy. Yup. You know, the guy. I don't know, Jeff Bridges? No, it's Aragorn. I just can't remember his name before he's Aragorn. Vigo Mortensen? No, 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 like... Strider. Strider, like I'm Strider, thank you. Oh, <laughs> shame. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> he was the coolest guy I could think of on the spot. I mean... Yeah, so Ooh. then... Or like, Elbow. Ooh, yeah. So then, like, you know, sit back in, like, that casual, I have big dick energy way and, like eat an apple with, like, chillin'. So, as you sit down and settle in, there's a little bit of a scraping sound, and the ground underneath you begins to tilt and slide. Uh, make a dexterity saving throw. Saving throw? Saving throw. And you can see that uh, it's actually, like, the whole top of this hill appears to be shifting a little bit, and uh, the young woman is also sliding oh honey i'm not sliding with a 24 nope uh she is though the um the top of the hill tilts down as if it's on hinges and uh the drow woman tumbles down into a hole and the body tumbles after her you are able to like scoot aside to the to the edge of the hill uh, where it hasn't fallen, and then it begins to rock backwards up. So it's like a like a like something on a hinge that like a vent. Yeah, kind of like a like a trapdoor. <laughs> How big is this? Quite large. It's mostly the top of the hill. It seems to be uh, like an inset section in the stone. But it's now closing. It is now closing back up. Ugh. Oh, Sumi's a big old sucker, and we'll try to slide down it to squeeze in. All right, make an acrobatics or athletics check. Sumi, I thought you were done with this bullshit. Uh, eight. All right, an eight. Uh, you slide down, but it's a rough... Uh, transition you hit a couple of walls you roll and tumble a little bit and eventually come to stop in a darkened area as the sort of roof above you goes and uh, slams back into place little sick little cousin are you here what what happened that's a great question i don't know um are you all right? I am intact. By what? Intact. Oh, okay. Uh, I will retract that sass. <laughs> um, I'm just looking to see if I have any magical light, but I'll say, um, small, small little cousin, do you have any light? Um, well, you both have dark vision. Oh. All right, and uh, now I do on D20. Cool. Mm-hmm. 
um, how far are we from? Like, how far did we fall? Or how falls? How far is the roof? I should ask. Uh, yes. So um, you fell about fifteen feet. Uh, you can see that she took a little bit of a tumble. You also take some damage. Take three points of bludgeoning damage. Yes, sir. All right, so like fit, fitting, fitting, feet up, fitting, feet up. Yep. Uh, the cavern that you're in is dry and dusty. Um, you smell like the sort of decayed, dry scent of old cloth. Um, on one end, there appears to be uh, an, a cavern, no, a tunnel like exit that leads upwards. Okay. Um, a little one, do you have a rope? I do not have a rope. Uh, insight. Uh, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> Six. Uh, she doesn't seem to be lying. I mean, she doesn't seem to have that much equipment on her and sort of looking around, you can see the charred body has a backpack that has sort of like fallen free from it, but she's definitely not holding a rope. I'm going to dig, dig, dig in the backpack. What's in the backpack? Okay. And so you squat down beside the backpack and um, open it up and you find like some trail rations and um, like a sharpening stone for for bladed weapons uh there's a little notebook like a little leather notebook with a little um string around it and uh the body like as you glance towards it you notice one of the non-burned hands um is wearing like a big thick silver ring yoinks it yoinks <laughs> Um, I'm going to take the ring, I'm going to take the notebook, um, and then I'm going... But there's no rope. There's no rope. Ugh, there's never a rope. Um, and then I'm going to say, um, you know, as much as I enjoy calling you little cousin, um, would you like me to call you by a name? You may call me Zephrina. Would... Would Seth be okay? I'm not great with remembering names. I care not what you call me. All right, little cousin. Um, I I don't understand. Are you far from home? You don't seem to have any supplies. I have a camp above. All right, well, how about you take this dead man's backpack... Just so you have some rations and stuff until you get back to your camp. Um, I'm going to try something. Now, I'm going to take out my bow. I am not going to be shooting at you, so please don't, I don't know, do your fire hands or whatever it is. And she kind of, like, puts her hands behind her back suspiciously. I really, really hate fire. Please, just be chill. Um, and so then I'm going to take out an arrow and I'm going to try, I'm going to try, I've got like a hempen rope, 50 feet, okay. tie it around the arrow. And then I'm going to shoot up at like where I best guess the edge of that, um, kind of 
you know, tilty bit Lap. was and see if I can pull it with my own strength, see if I can move it at all. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you shoot in pretty easily, and by tugging on it, uh, the arrow comes free before the uh, the up begins to move. Sweet. At least I didn't lose my rope. All right. Well, that's all I had to try to figure out that one. Um, should we go on, Zeph? And she's like hoisting the backpack and like brushing some ash off of it. And uh, she falls in behind you about 10 feet behind. All right. Now, Zeph, am I not nice? Am I a nice person? We shall see. All right. Well, I'm just saying so far I've been very nice. You may walk behind me. But I swear to the gods, if you do something funny behind me, I am very short-tempered and very wrathful, all right? It is understood. Muttering about jumping into holes to help people. I thought I was done with this. (laughs) Damn it. Um, And so looking forward and uh, sort of up this raised tunnel or rising tunnel, you can see that it breaks off into a right and a left. And you can hear as you're moving just this sort of like, um, you can hear a little bit of wind uh, sort of moving by a tunnel entrance somewhere ahead. Can I do a perception to see if I can tell which direction the wind's coming from? Yeah, for sure. Wouldn't, um, hold on. I have natural explorer with favorite terrain, but this probably isn't mountains. It's not mountains. All right, I got 18. Okay. Um, it doesn't seem like there's any difference. It's just coming from ahead. You get the sense that you know, whatever this branch is to is not a very large branch. Um, but as you're maybe right about there, about 10 feet before you get to the junction, you do hear sort of a creak and like a snap of, or like a popping snap sound of something moving that doesn't appear to, uh, move with the grace of a healthy living creature. Cool, 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 cool. I am going to like do a weight hand gesture and then stealth up and see what I see. For sure. Go ahead and make a stealth check. Yick. An 11. That's all right. You beat the nine. Woo. You get up to right about there. And you can see um, to the right, you see two skeletal forms uh, clothed in rags, um, like just sort of standing aimlessly in the middle of a passageway. And ahead of you to the left, you see a third one sort of facing the wall and uh, doing the same thing balls. I'm going to try to sneak back a bit to whisper to um, what's her name again? Zephrina. Zephrina. 
Alright, so there are skeletons ahead. What's your preferred method of killing? She says, I move quietly, stealthily. Those I seek do not see me coming. Excellent, excellent. So, um, could you do that? She nods. Alright, so is she going to go forward? And I, because I have something I want to do back here. Oh, so you want her to stealth ahead? But I mean, if she's stabby, yes. Okay, so um, she's going to, like, hand gesture. She wants you, you want her to attack, or you want her to try and sneak by? No attack. Okay. But first I want to do a spell, I guess. Sure, and uh, which direction do you want her to go? Towards the two in the hall, or towards the one in sort of the little cavern area? The one in the cavern area. Okay. And then I will come up behind and when the other two see her. But I want to summon um, Tarkan. Okay. So I cast Bestial Spirit. Hey, hang on one sec. He looked like a wolf, right? Yeah, he can look like a wolf, and I will make him a wolf. Ooh, I found a cool one. It's not quite a wolf. That's okay. But it's glowy. Alright, so you want her to sneak up and attack one of them? Yeah, I'm just trying to do my math to figure out how much health this thing has. Gotcha. What is my spellcaster level? Uh, It's your ranger level. Like, if you took fighter, then your level wouldn't count towards it. So seven. Yep. So Tarkan has 30 hit points. Hey. So I, I will go sneakily behind her, but I'm going to give her a little space and just watch to see that she's okay and let her do her first attack and see how that goes. Hey, and you want her to go uh, to, to the right single. or to the left? To the left. Okay, so she scoots forward. Now I see the second one. I was too zoomed in. Gotcha. And she gets up behind it. And none of them see her? They're not really paying attention. Like, their heads are down and they're just kind of swaying. Like, they're just animate, but not really active. She did good. Natural one. Oh. I suppose she'd have advantage because she's not noticed because she's stealthed. I, I mean, yeah, your call. No, also a four. So um, she moves forward and she pulls out her dagger and she gets ready to attack and then kind of hesitates because she's not certain where to attack this skeleton with no, <laughs> with no organs. And um, as she hesitates, she runs a foot over like some loose stones and the thing turns towards her and just goes <laughs> roll initiative I gave her a chance
I can't roll above a five for her. Woof. I got a 16. Okay. Skeleton's got a 22. Oof. I was hoping that was not the case. Do they see me, though? Uh, well, these ones are going to, because you're not hiding behind anything. Legit. But uh, the one that turns around and saw her attacks her. That's a hit. So she took... Let's see. You healed her for 14. Yeah. She took falling damage. She just took five more. And uh, as you're watching, another skeleton comes shuffling forward from above. Above? Like uh, from northward on the map. Okay. (laughs) It comes down from the ceiling. Goddamn ninja skeletons. Uh, That one misses. Uh, and then these two start shuffling forward towards the sound and attack. Uh, one attacks uh, Tarkan. Well, that one better attack me because he won't be able to reach me. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I rolled a natural 20. So a 24 for Tarkan. Yeah, that hits. Dealing. Eight piercing damage. Oof. That one moves right up to there, sees you, and swings a rusty, like, hatchet at you. Fun. Does a 15 hit? It does not. Okay, then they're all done, and it's your turn. I will be unhappy. Alright, so... Can I let Tarkan go first, or does Tarkan have to go second? I don't know the wording on your spell. Alright, well, it has pack tactics. It has advantage on an attack roll against a creature if at least one of the beast's allies are within five feet of the creature, and the ally is incapacitated, so that's good. It also has multi-attack. Nice. But I'm not seeing any wording on when it attacks. Uh, friendly in combat, the creature shares your initiative count, but takes a turn immediately after yours. Okay. Mew, mew, mew. So, I... If I'm not shooting into someone in melee with me, I don't have any disadvantage, correct? Correct. Good, because I want to shoot the ones around her. Okay. So I'll flip, flip. So you can't see this one. Yeah, no, just the one I can see. Sounds good. First attack is a 28. That'll hit. Second attack is a 20. Okay. First damage is a 12. That knocks that out. Oh. Should I have done a second attack on something else then? You can attack this one beside Tarkan. Yeah, uh, 10. Uh, 10 damage? Yeah. There we go. All right, and your arrow slams into it, and it kind of stumbles back a little bit. 
Then it's her turn. No, it's Tarkan's turn. Oh, it's Tarkan's turn. Yeah, go ahead. So he'll attack the damaged one first. Uh, with advantage because of pack tactics for a 23. Not advantage. You'll have to reroll because it's not adjacent. That one's not adjacent to you. It'll get packed uh, tactics on this one. But this one. Oh, I thought I had to be adjacent to Tarkan, not to the creature. All right, well, I'll just roll one die. Be that way. I'm sorry. The rules make me that way. 22. Yeah, that'll hit. That's really hard because it keeps going away every time it roll. Like the spell. Ah. All right, Tarkan does five damage on that one. Killing it. Sweet, and I'll attack the other one now with advantage. Sounds good. I mean, re-killing it. Re-killing it. Uh, it's a uh, 16. That'll hit. Sweet. Six damage. Okay. Now I'm done. Alright, so then it's on to her turn and she looks over her shoulder and she gives you uh, sort of a, a nod and then turns back and like flips the dagger in her hand so that it's just the pommel and then goes to smash it in the head. Blunt force, nice. This time she rolled an 18, so she definitely hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, only five points of damage. You said she looks like 15, 16? Somewhere between 15 and 20. It's hard to tell with uh, with her. So legit maybe the same age as me. <laughs> I, I always think of you as older. How old is Sumi? Like 20, 21. Okay, well, she's definitely younger than you. All like, right. It's potential that she could be 20, but she seems younger. Could she also be shorter than me? <laughs> um, sure. Yeah. All right, good job. Okay, uh, then it is skeleton, so one will attack her again. Uh, that's a 15 that will not hit, because she's dodgy. And then this other one will attack you. Nope, that's an 11. Hmm. On to Sumi's turn. Whip, whip. Uh, so can I move... Why don't I move here? It'll take a swing at you as you move by. Swing at me, bruh. Natural 20. Oh, that was a good swing. <laughs> uh, the axe hits you for nine points of slashing damage. Coochie. All right. And then I will do my first arrow at the one attacking um, Zeph. For an 18. That'll hit. For, ooh, 13 damage. Oh, yeah, more than enough. And then I'll do that sweet archer move where you do big arc to, like, remember that archer video we watched where they were showing the difference between, like, the forehand and the backhand shots? Yep. That's what I do. Nice. 
yeah, so you tumble forward into this um, into this little cave, fire and, and destroy one, uh, flip backwards, arms overhead, shoot. With a 24. That'll hit. For 10 damage. Which takes it out. Whap, whap. And I look really cool. And there's like a puff of dust. And some doves. <laughs> How long does uh, the Tarkan spirit last? For an hour. Okay. Concentration though, so I will keep concentrating on it. And so uh, Zeph kind of um, sheathes her dagger and then walks back towards you, looking at the the undead, and says, "That was very neatly done." What is that? As she looks at Tarkan, which I'm assuming glows a little bit in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's a ghost. Um, say, oh, this is um, this is the soul of my dear friend Tarkan. He um helps me when I need it. Uh, Tarkan, did you want to say hi? Tarkan will be aloof. She makes uh like a little bit of eye contact and then looks away uh, like with Tarkan I mean like she looks at the creature and then hmm. and then she kind of se- uh, stands closer to you and says which way uh, when you were over there did you see anything down that where the fourth skeleton came from it um, connects around it's just a small cavern alright well um can I ask you a question? You seem like you do know some sort of uh, arcane, is that correct? Uh, make another persuasion check. This with advantage. Oof. I ro- six and a three. I rolled a one. Oh. Uh, so with a six, she'll kind of get a mysterious smile and say I have many skills alright I mean fair enough little cousin Um, I'm just wondering do you have something that will help us walk more quietly I do not Uh, do you want to make an insight check is she spell hoarding 17 Okay, so as she says, I do not, you notice her sort of slip her hand uh, behind her back. And then when she turns to walk away, you notice that she's wearing a gold double-fingered ring. Cool. Um, that's fine. Um, I'll say when she's walking away, well, I mean... Would you like to be more stealthy? I can give us some. And she... I can't, I'm just kidding. Ha 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 ha, I'd lose Tarkan if I did that. (laughs) Alright, so do you move forward? Uh, Yes, let's go forward. Um, Again, I don't think because it takes so long to move stealthily. I don't think I'm going to move stealthily, but I think I'm going to be moving with like lots of listening. Sure, make a perception check. And then if I hear things, I'll go stealth mode. Mm-hmm. 
11. Okay. So you move forward, and um, as these sort of passages converge again, you find another sort of open caverny area. This one, the walls are um, sort of drilled into with a number of, uh, you know, spaces where you would lay a body to rest. They're all empty. Um, but you do not notice any more undead. Oh, can I do a quick perception on them to see if did things burst out from inside of them or if they've just never been filled? Like, what's the what's the dirt situation below? And so it's pretty clear. They're up in the walls. It looks as if uh, there were bodies laid to rest here. There's no place for them to hide or to come out of the ground. It's mostly stone. Um, and, like, you know, it's it's stony earth. Uh, it's not like Night of the Living Dead popping out of grave sort of thing. They were like laid in there, animated somehow, and they crawled out and were just standing in the hallway. All right, all right, all right. But yeah, they were definitely filled. They weren't empty. Yeah, they're clearly empty now. All right, I'm going to peek around the corner. Peek-a-de-boo. Okay, and as you come up to this, it looks like uh, there's a little bit of a um, pool of water. Uh, that seems to be like, uh, it's like a natural spring. It's sort of feeding up out of the ground here and then leading outwards, uh, out of this barrel mound. Sweet. Uh, so I am going to move up closer to the water and I'm going to ask uh, Taka. Could you go ahead a bit and just see that the water is uh, okay? I mean, like, I know you can't tell if it's acid, but something might attack him. Yeah, uh, the spirit wades out into the water and doesn't seem affected. How deep does it look? Um, it looks like there's a middle portion where you might have to swim, but it's probably at most, like, four or five feet deep around the edges. Yeah, I'll go around the edge. Yeah, it's just like if you're pressing yourself against the stone, like your knees deep in like really cold water, um, but you're able to uh, move around pretty easily. Oh, heck yeah. I'm not going swimming in cold water. And you can see it leads outward. All right. I'll start moving outward and say, come little cousin, I think this is the way. What Nothing attacks you. I, I kind of just stop at the entrance and see what I see. Bow ready. You're basically on the opposite side of the uh, of the hill that you approached, and there's a tiny little rivulet, a little creek that leads off and sort of like into the woods. <laughs> and we can see where we came from. Um. If you, like, step out, you can see this is sort of the more sheer side, and uh, up at the top is the tall tree, um, and so you assume, you, you know, if you just walk around the base of this hill, you could even see where your camp is. All right, well, I'll come out and I'll say, all right, well, um, little cousin, I think we're okay. That was very, what kind of trap was that? I think that it was simply a feature of the hill. 
perhaps some religious significance? Well, it was very unpleasant. Um, do you can you get to your camp from here with your where your supplies are? Is it far? You don't tell me where. Just I can make it from here. All right. Um. Um. Sorry, I was going to say something, but I cannot remember. <laughs> Nope, it's gone. Uh, all right, well, um, this was very odd, but I, I do need to go back. I'm I'm going to be... In, they're going to be very annoyed with me when they discover I've left again, but um, you seem okay. Please be safe. And she kind of looks down and seems to have a little bit of, like, internal struggle. And then she nods and says... and like, holds out her hand. Oh, did you want one of the apples? She smiles. She says, I wish to shake your hand. Oh, yes, of course. This was very, uh, Safrina, it was, uh, it was quite a little term, but it's very nice to meet you, and I hope uh, you all the best on your mission, unless your mission's like killing innocent people, then not so much. But I'm sure it's not. And she kind of grimaces a little bit and says, uh, That is not my name. It is Talis Melazir. Thank you for your help. No problem. And I am um, Sumina. Uh, it's um, truly. Just a weird night, but you are more than welcome. Uh, how was it, Talisi? Alice. Talisi. Alright, I'll start like... I mean, unless she's walking the same way I am, I'll start heading around the hill. Nope, she heads off in the opposite direction. That makes that less awkward. <laughs> and I so keep you- Tarkan with me. Sounds good. So you head back to the camp? Yeah. Back at the camp, you see that uh, the camp has been broken. Um, The only horse remaining is yours. Uh, There's sort of like a smell of bacon in the air. And there's a little note uh, pinned to a nearby tree. In Delilah's handwriting, it says, Hopefully we'll be back soon. Stay alive. Well, shit. Ugh. Um. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm gonna do things. Okay. I'm gonna scry my girl. You're gonna scry on Delilah? Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, but then I have to say goodbye to Tarkan. Okay, so hang on one sec. You could probably roll her roll. I was just pulling up. Yep, she got a five. Uh, I definitely see her. 
Um, so you left and uh, spent. You jogged, so about fifteen minutes, and then there, they're probably only just like descending the staircase right now. She seems to be with the group. They're all working together, uh, and there are two people with them that you don't recognize. All right. Um, is there going to be some sort of cool story reason I can't talk to her? Sumi decides not to talk to her? No, I'm just wondering, like, because I didn't talk to her in the game, so, like... Yeah, uh, so I'm I'm putting it to you. Like, the what is the reason that Sumi doesn't talk to her? Because that didn't happen. Oh, I thought maybe we'd say like the aquarium has some sort of anti magic shield. Nope, I was kind of just hoping that Delilah would resist your role. Yeah, well, that's why I was like, I can scry. That doesn't mean I talk to them. It just means I know they're safe. Um, yeah, I guess Sumi won't talk to them because she's embarrassed that something happened while she was away and she feels a little ashamed. So she's checked in. She knows Sumi's safe. Delilah's safe. Delilah's safe. Yeah. Okay. So just keep a watch on the camp for when they return. I'm going to chill. I'm going to sit and then I'm going (laughs) to, I'm just going to start spying on people. I know. Okay. I'm gonna scry on um I'm gonna scry on Slade. Okay, one sec. Let me check the date. Dr. Ex-girlfriend. Okay. Slade fails. I rolled a five. <laughs> Slade. <laughs> so your scry vision settles in and you can feel that you are underground. You're in some sort of cavern and you can see Slade frozen in place between several large stone pillars. He seems to be trying to move forward as if he was running and sort of ahead of him, you see Charlotte knocked down in the middle as if she were pushed backwards. She's also frozen in place. There doesn't appear to be anyone around them. So they're not moving. They are quite literally frozen? Yeah. But not stone? No. But alive? Unclear. They must be because you were able to scry on them. Ugh. I'm going to try suggestion on Slade. It probably is not going to work, but hey, I can do it through this uh, item, so why not? Okay, so I roll a save. Uh, What do you say? Move. He does not move. You can tell that your spell was not resisted. Okay. Well, I can talk, so I'll just try talking to see if he can respond, but I'm guessing he can't, and say, Slade, where are you? There's no response, even though that you are speaking psychically and not, uh, and he could respond psychically, no response. 
So many expletives. Expletive, expletive, expletive. All right, so... God damn it, you guys. You can take care of for five fucking minutes. <laughs> Says grouchy me. Um, how far can I leave from them as my little scryball? I'm trying to see here. You can't really. Uh, I thought it was like 10 feet. Uh, I can telepathy see within 30 feet of the spell sensor. Okay. Okay. So um, give me one sec. This is somewhere. I, I can find it. Sorry, this was a long time ago. That's fine. Here it is. Just make sure that everything is hidden. Okay, so I moved you on roll 20, and you should be able to see one revealed area. Yeah. All right, that's what I see. That is what you see. You see um, seven stone columns kind of leaning in towards an area. Uh, Slade and Charlotte are within, not moving. Um, The area is lit by sort of a reddish uh, lava glow, and you can even see some like bubbling rock in the northwestern corner. Uh, it appears to be an underground natural space, but these stone columns are not natural. Um, they do appear to be uh, technological. Oh, I'm so mad at them. Uh, uh, all right, so there's no way I'm going to be able to tell where they are. No, but to be a little bit more clear about the setup, uh, Charlotte looks... Um, like caught off guard, like she was surprised and pushed backwards. And then Slade looks like he's leaping in to try and save her. Uh, so as if they're pushed into these pillars. Cool. I bet you it was the damn star dazzlers. Uh, can I roll... I'm just like uh, intelligence as I'm like looking over the area to see if there's anything else that jumps out at me or anything like that. Yeah, absolutely. My intelligence is terrible. Ooh, I rolled a 16, so I got a 16. You do remember that they said that they were heading into the Dagger Bay Mountains to uh, investigate the seismic activity there that might lead towards another Titan. And when you were traveling through that same area, you remember passing through the place with the hill giants that was um, ice with a number of lava flows coming out of it. Ah, that's so good. That's so helpful. All right. Well, Sumi is going to be really annoyed because she's really far away. Um, But she'll say to Slade's mind... Hang in there. I'm on my way. Cool beans? Hey, yeah. And then for fun, I'm going to scribe Vince on. Okay. Um, Let's catch up with all of our friends. Uh, what's the DC? 
Sorry, I just need a second. Because it's different if I know them. Gotcha. There's math. Okay. It's a 17 wisdom, but then plus five if I... Minus five if I'm familiar with the target. So you get a minus five to your roll. Right. That's super high. It is. Just pulling up the character. Wisdom saving throw, you said? Yeah. You want me to see people, Merrick? Yeah, that was a five I got. He is asleep in a hammock on the Melpomene. Oh, you know I'm going to wake up. He's not asleep. He's a drow. He does the same thing as you. Trancing. So if um, if other people are asleep, he's done trancing, and he's most likely on watch up on the deck. I mean, the first mate who only needs to trance for four hours probably gets the night shift a lot. So he's awake. Hi, stranger. Sumi. I hope you um, have made it safely away from Guardan. It's been a number of days. Yes, no, we're um, in the forest right now on the way to Port Damali. Um, that is good to hear. Um, I'm very glad to see that you escaped as well. What happened? We've been sailing south as quick as we can. We're um, only a little ways away from Port Damali now. I'm very uh, happy to see that you guys are safe, and um, it was very, it looked very um, tense. Is the captain all right? Oh, you can't, uh, you can't keep Captain Featherhat down. No, uh, she's quite uh, infatigable. What? Infatigable. I don't know. I was doing things on roll 20 while trying to talk. Is that a word? Yeah, she can't be fatigued. <laughs> um, well, it's been... Oh, my goodness. It's been quite terrible. Did I, did I give you an update when I last cried? Or were you very busy? I don't remember if I told them about uh, Dark Energy. Yeah, you uh, you did. Um, yes, no, we uh, we helped uh, fight when Guadan was um, attacked, but that was just an expeditionary force. Like there are more coming for sure, and a giantess flew up to the mines, and we heard intel that she is taking over some of their metal operations there to make it their own weapons. I think. Curious. Well, sounds as if the Menagerie Coast uh, is a less appealing place to be. Maybe I'll find a new ship when we get to Port Damali, someone heading west. I was going to say, it's a large ocean. Perhaps don't be in this part of it. We are, um, I think we're going to head to Port Damali and then perhaps head back to the other continent. Well, 
Look me up when you arrive in Port de Mali. Perhaps, perhaps we can find work together on a ship sailing west. I mean, uh, that sounds like a lot of fun, and I would very much like to uh, take a long uh, ship journey with you. But we will most likely have to portal out of there um, to get back in a rush. Some of our friends seem to be in trouble. I believe... I believe the last time we spoke, you were saying that you were done with these sorts of adventures. At least that's the tone I got. <laughs> Jennifer is a human is dying of laughter. <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. I just keep getting sucked into them. I just don't know how to quit. Take it from someone who has worn a lot of masks, done a lot of things that wouldn't make me proud to speak of. Sometimes you have to leave. In my case, it was employers that kept asking more of me than I wanted to do. The coast was a nice change of pace. Good thing he can't see Sumi. Um, she can only see him. P.S. Is he shirtless? Absolutely. Showing off those beautiful silver tattoos. Yeah, in the moonlight. Rad. Love it. Um, well, I... Um, I will look you up when I get to Port de Mali, though. Um, whether or not I decide I can travel or not, I still would love to see you. Maybe hear some of your stories. I look forward to it. Oh, uh, I'm going to stop bugging you, but just... I just had a weird thing happen to me today. Um, are you from... Where am I from? You're from Lyrengorn on Taldore? So those drows would be from? Runeshack. The one you're talking about, uh, Talise? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't happen... Have you ever been to Runeshack? Never been that far west. I'm Jorhasian born. I just, I ran into another drow tonight from there... So I was just curious if you traveled that far. No, their society is less welcoming than my own, and that's saying a lot. Jorhas is isolationist, but Rune Shock is corrosive. Oh, yeah, she was not very happy to meet me at first, but we got there. Is there anything else you're going to say? Nah, I'm just going to go slash watch him be a pirate for a few minutes. <laughs> and then I'm just going to chill here or keep the fire going. Uh, wait for my friends to return. Sounds good. Then that is the end. 
Uh, we'll pick up on Friday with the whole group as they arrive back to camp. Sweet nibbles. Thank you. Thank you for the one-on-one game. We haven't done that since we started dating. Yeah, I guess, which was a million years ago. <laughs> Alright, bye! Thanks for listening! Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rise of the Ancients. Episodes are released on Fridays. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at SkyhammerK and on Instagram at SkyhammerPress. Press. <laughs>